Josh Johnson Show. I'm Josh Johnson, joined by my co-host, fellow stand comedian Logan Nielsen. Logan, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing all right. It does seem like we are held captive right now in someone's <laughs> grandma's house. Yeah, if you if you see the video, yeah, it does. Yeah, specifically a grandma uh, hostage taker is what yeah. we have. Yeah, it looks like we're being kept uh, well fed and um, what is it? Well. Uh, entertained with stories i can't tell if the stories of the torture or the reprieve from the torture but we know a lot about harmonica playing from the 1920s mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, a lot about someone named thurston yep what soda pop used to cost in the 60s mm-hmm. we know that now also a lot of glass doors so this is probably one of the most escapable prisons i've ever been in. yeah that's true this just slides right open that's not <laughs> yeah 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 no this is this is it's strange because the camera's pretty far away if you're watching the video mm-hmm. and the like the the futon we're on the the only way to really sit comfortably was for us to slump back like this 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 futon is so uncomfortable you can tell no one's ever had sex on it or too many people have had sex on it. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Either. I feel like this one is is even the way I'm sitting right now. This is just regular yeah. sitting with regular legs. Yeah, that are just t- both the feet touching the ground and the I keep uh, I have ass m- touching the back of the futon. Yeah, and I'm so deeply uncomfortable right now that it's, there's yeah. no way someone had pleasurable intercourse <laughs> on this thing. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I keep like having no way of like feeling and looking comfortable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is an Airbnb, so no, neither one of us will have to deal with this situation much longer. But yeah, this is the second one. This is not the one I was in last week. This one is better. So yeah. not. To, I know we're not giving it a, a great review. It already looks better. It looks better. They it, have a blender. They do. They don't. They have a blender, but they don't have a coffee maker, which is an issue for me. But it's all right. I've been doing instant coffee and I made yeah. it work. But yeah, I just feel like that's one of like the things to put. Like they have that in shitty hotels have coffee makers, which I don't get. Because if you're in a really bad hotel, why would you want to be awake for it? <laughs> I'm just saying. It's like fair. It's weird that they give you coffee so you can stay awake and realize right what a terrible hotel motel well, you're if, in. If you go to sleep, then you realize how bad the bed is and that it needs to be cleaned. Mm, not if you're fully asleep. Yeah. If you're unconscious, you're like, you. it's not until you wake up that you're like, oh, wait, my life is not. Do you remember we were on the road not too long ago and I just picked up the covers and you could see the light go through the covers and you could see how nasty like the inside of the quilt was? Yeah. So, okay. How, how's the best way to explain this? <sighs> so I, I feel weird being way closer than you, but I'm, I think I'm more comfortable sitting like this. Is that weirder? It's only weirder because from here you look like you're doing uh, a TikTok about me talking. I think I'm out <laughs> Yeah, I'm reacting to you and I yeah. I set my shot out of focus cuz I'm out of focus. Uh just something like this. this this is just not great when you're a big guy to be like, "Yeah, I want I want to just lean into the shot gut first is what I really want." And it doesn't help too that the lighting is making me look like, I don't know, the wall. Look at that. There's no chance. <laughs> Yeah, you do look like wall. <laughs> Hopefully I do some color correction on this. Anyway, sorry, not to be too visual, but uh, that took some doing to set up, and we're both so warm. So, but yeah, sorry, the thing you were setting up. <laughs> oh, I don't even remember what that is. The, the blanket thing, whatever. Oh, no, just the blanket. So we were on the road, and Logan lifted up his, uh, his sheet. Just the quilt. Yeah, it was like the, and, the top quilt. And, wow, the light that went through it revealed 
the what, what, what's the best way to describe the guts of the quilt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the like the the innards. Yeah, yeah. So meat. all of the uh, quilt intestines were fully loose. Quilt intestines. I know you hate when I try for a pun, but I felt like that's the closest I'm, I was gonna get. Quilt, quilt, quilt intestines. Yeah. yeah. Sure, uh, but yeah, because it was like it was it was like the f- I guess like the feathers in it. I don't know if it was with like a down blanket, but it had like the feathers in it. But you could see like where the stuffing, how one how little of it was less left. Excuse me, how little of it was left, and how orange it was. Oh yeah, it was like deep orange to where I thought I thought it was. And the blanket was not orange. The blanket I, was white. I thought it was washed blood. It was so orange. Yeah, it looked it looked weird. Yeah, it was a strange. Um. And that's that's one of those things where anytime something is well lived in, it's not going to be great. It's a nice way to put it. Well lived in. It, it like anytime it's been used a lot, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be. I'm sure it used to be so thick you couldn't see through it with fluffy amounts of feather mm-hmm. that felt like a, a cloud laying on your chest. And by the time we stayed there, years after this hotel had been opened, right? It. It felt like um, instead of sleeping on a cloud, it felt like an, an angel that fell out of heaven, but the actual impact of them hitting pavement is what the, the quilt mm. felt like. Mm. It just felt like, oh, 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 right. oh, you know. Lucifer's blanket. I mean, it wasn't hot. It was just. Well, but I mean, when he first fell. Oh, oh, from. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. The, the OG fallen angel, the original. Yeah. We also might be having heat stroke. Oh, I am not doubting that at all. You could probably tell even listening to the recording <laughs> that we're both deeply uncomfortable. And that's probably I like I can't think of a of a thing that is more likely to be happening right now yeah. than me being a bit overheated, um pr- like pr- like pretty tired and mm-hmm. maybe maybe blurred vision. Yeah, it's like I feel bad that this is what I've been talking about all week. Not necessarily on the podcast, but like just when oh, I've done to people to people when I've done sets and stuff. But it's just it's so fucking hot. And I mean, I know it's like not just in New York, the world, because the UK set their records. I can't remember if we talked about that last episode, but it's like it's just it's this is a heat wave for the planet. And I'm staying in places that don't really have AC. This one does, but it's really just the air, the window unit in the bedroom. I wonder if it's a heat I chose wave wrong for the places that are like known to be cold. So if there's people right now in places that are usually cold, and they're like, I only had to wear one jacket. It is burning up out here. I mean, that's kind of how it is, like in what Alaska. Sometimes, I mean, in the Midwest, hell, like Iowa, Minnesota, like. So I guess I never count not so much in the summer, but yeah, I never really count the Midwest because in my mind, it's uh, it's like meant to be hot sometimes there. True, I'm talking about places that are no, always yeah, yeah. cold. Well, in the Midwest too, is like a muggy hot too. We get we get humid too. So yeah. when it gets hot, like I'm I'm sure I mean hell, Louisiana has to be the same. It probably gets muggy as hell down the, there, right? The, the heat stroke in Louisiana is pretty funny because. <laughs> I mean, we could cut all that early stuff out and just get right to this in the episode. The the, the <laughs> heat stroke in Louisiana is very funny to watch because it's like some people, there's no difference. 
Why do some people write in and call me a monster and not you? They're just they're that's what I understand. You said you just said watching Heatstroke is funny, and people write in and be like, "Logan's a fucking monster." I'm like, I've never laughed at Heatstroke. I mean, you did when I said it. Okay, well, yeah, I'm just saying there are some. But people. I'm still I'm a bystander. Still, <laughs> I'm still a witness, not not the doer of the crime. There are some people that you could talk to where you're like, "Dang." You had a full stroke in front of me, and I didn't notice. <laughs> like, just the way that you talk and how you carry yourself is already a little slurred, you know? I did your show on Wednesday, uh-huh. and I know you were at a different show, and I, I walked up there. Our friend Rob was there. He said I got up on stage and turned around, and just in that time, I was sweating. So first off, I just turned around and was sweat. And then at one point, I tried to say I currently live in the Midwest, and what came out was I live Midwest. Yeah. Is all yeah. I said. I said, I live Midwest. But you see, your heat stroke is noticeable because of how you talk normally. <laughs> but when you get someone who's like... Uh, uh, like a, like like, a Cajun accent? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you get somebody with some drawl, that sounds like heat stroke. <laughs> no matter when. No yeah. Matter when that's how, like, if you get it's someone, December and you're like, did you? Are you tired? Did yeah. You? <laughs> if you get someone that's like, uh, you don't even know what the boys over there was saying. Man. <laughs> You know, with them boys, you know, you know, with them boys, yeah, you know, then with them boys, it's hot out here with the bunch with, with them boys. Oh, you've been before with the boys, <laughs> the boys, yeah. Yo, man, I got robot. Oh, no, I need some water and go to the bayou. Wow, wow, no, wow, wow. And then before you know it, they're like slumped over, and you're like, hey, uh, is he okay? <laughs> Like I've just I've I've watched heat stroke happen in front of me to other people, yeah, and not known the signs right away. Like I had to learn them when I was pretty young, and then are you having heat stroke or are you just southern? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, man. Like I I think uh, that I I think that sadly right now in this moment in life I'm putting together how much a, a few. Accents and dialects out there sound like heat stroke. <laughs> yeah. Name the other ones. Go ahead. Take our show there. Let's get a new fan base. Let's go, let's go ahead and become edgelords. <laughs> no, I just mean like I think that there are people that I grew up around, especially people in a, a, like more of the rural area that had a lot of that French uh, oh, slang, yeah, 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 yeah. would have the drawl to pull off some, some oh, really yeah, yeah. like slow talking that you can't quite understand. Yeah. So it's one it's one thing when someone's speaking a different language and they're speaking so fast that even if I spoke that language, I'd need subtitles. Mm-hmm. But it's very different when someone's speaking slowly and you're still like, oh no. <laughs> I'm still lost. I don't I don't know what is being said at all. Yeah. Especially when it's directions. I've been in the car with people where we get a little bit lost and maybe we're in ball or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh and you know in ball is that a town? Ball, Louisiana, yeah. Okay. And and so they're just parts of Louisiana, where if you get lost and you That's ask where you live for directions, <laughs> they will get you more lost because you don't understand them. And they're all. probably using like local references when you see the blank. Then you not only I'm will they so use local references, <laughs> but they'll also be um, be like <laughs> they'll tell you a colloquialism you've never heard before. 
Oh, I love that. When you so encounter like, that in the wild, a new phrase you've yeah, never heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like, oh, you take a stone's throw this far, and then you could just take a left, and then just spitting distance after that. And you're like, mm-hmm. these are all... <laughs> you just give one. These are all like bodily function things that uh, I I don't know how that means for a car. You see this, then you just do a little turtle shuffle to the to the left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's no. interesting. No, it's 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 a uh, it's pretty bad. I, <laughs> in lieu of us doing like scare B and B last episode, right? I just remembered there were a couple of things um, that we had previously like not really touched on specifically when we did some of those old review episodes. Oh, okay. And uh, <laughs> there's just a couple of ones I remembered from some restaurants that like were spillover from, remember that episode we did? With yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Okay. And it just, it just made me laugh because we ordered uh seamless before we started recording everything because neither one of us had eaten. Yeah, we were like, let's get hot and full. Yeah, hot and full is a great That'll recipe be good. for That'll energy. be good for the show. Let's, let's, let's get hot and full, and let's really lean back. Yeah. <laughs> let's really get comfy, sit back with a, with a full tum-tum. It would be wild if there's just 30 minutes of this episode where neither one of us are saying anything because we've quickly fallen asleep. Yeah, or we you, or we are having heat stroke and are only understanding each other. Honestly, if I was having heat stroke right now, I wouldn't even be able to tell you. Like, does it come all at once or what's? <laughs> I've seen it happen uh, playing football. I mean, I've seen it happen. No, to I know other people, but it I is weird because sometimes feel like we'll see the weird one. I can't remember if I've talked about it on the show before. We'll get back to these restaurants, but I I can't remember if we talked about it on the show. But when I saw my friend get heat stroke during a football practice, and he like. He stuck with it for a while. And like he says he does not remember like the latter half of the practice really. Or like once we got to like the real big conditioning stuff at the end. And he was going hard to the point to where we were doing like up downs and he kept going and they blew the whistle and we stopped and he did like three more and we were all like, Hey Tom, you can quit. And he's just like, Ugh. Ugh. and it was just he was just like his body had taken over, but his mind was no longer there. Until we went to like have our final like you know breakdown meeting, and he runs up and just falls over, and then he tried to get his pads off, and no one noticed, but he got his pads off, and then they just got stuck. So he was just laying on the ground <laughs> with his shoulder pads <laughs> over his head, and I had to give the I, I think I've definitely talked about this on the show, but then I had to give the on deck speech that night, which is every like especially like cycles through the seniors and juniors, and you you give like a little like speech, you know, like a fucking let's go get him or whatever. And I was I was slurring and my vision was blurred. So I think I was having heat stroke too. And I had a speech prepared prepared and it was all gone. And I just went up there, I'm like, look at this fucking this football this football and this team because we're playing and we need let's just just and if cause then so let's go. And then I got then I sw- I said like fuck a few times and so I had to run in fe- a fence and back too while having heat stroke. <laughs> Cause if you swear you gotta run a fence and back. Was your coach Mm-hmm. I know we've also touched on this. We're going to get to the restaurants. Yeah, sorry. Second. But mm-hmm. was your coach fit? The Yeah. Yeah, they were all pretty fit, mostly. Like, in my opinion, you can't coach football unless you're fit. Unless you do There's it, There's nothing too. like yeah. an out-of-shape guy telling me to run. Yeah. no, It makes me angrier. They were all like, pretty you fit. You do it with me, then. Right, you yeah. need it. Yeah, you go. 
you like I'm I'm out of shape from just being young and not knowing how to be in shape. Right. You actually are are teetering into some health problems. That's my no. They were all in pretty good shape, and that was my biggest thing too. Is it wasn't until years later, actually, uh, until I started because I teach with a lot of them now. Mm-hmm. When I when I sub at that school, so like most of my coaches are all still there, mm-hmm. and I I teach with them, and I kind of realize how not old they are. And so I realized that they were all like fucking 25 when I was in high school, which makes me angry now retroactively to be like, I cared so much what these fucking 25 year olds thought. And now there's no person's opinion I value less (laughs) than a 25 year old. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What is it like now that they're now? Because the thing with decades is that teens to 20s feels like a huge gap. Yes. And 20s to 30s also feels like a big gap. Absolutely. But 30s to 40s and 40s to 50s feels like you're all just adults now. Yeah. So now that you're teaching with them, mm-hmm. how do you perceive that relationship of like, does it feel like time has shrunk between the two of you? Like, what do you mean time has shrunk? Between so us? so when if someone's 15 and then someone's 25, yeah. I can see a 15-year-old very much trying to impress oh, a 25-year-old. They, well, they, they look way older than you and feel just way more worldly yeah, than that, you. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. But now, if you're 35 and they're 45, does it feel like there's almost no time between the two of Kinda, you Kind of, yeah. We all feel... I, I think it's also, too, because they all, at least, if they haven't seen me do stand-up, and some of them have, but a lot of them know of my career and, you know, living in Chicago and stuff. So I think they also... Not that it's like necessarily a respect thing, but they are aware that like I'm doing shit they've never done. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I think mm-hmm. there's a little more of like they're actually interested in my life. And because so, when you're in high school and you are in a small town in Iowa, you're not that interesting to talk to. You haven't done anything, <laughs> you know. Gotcha. You're you're a kid in uh, in a small town in the middle of nowhere. So I mean, yeah, I feel I feel much more. I think it's also too, you know. Not that I don't care what they think. I respect all of them, and I still think they're all good guys. You know, I just have a way different relationship with them now, where it's like now I'm like, oh, I'm a guy they want to talk to now. It's not just me trying to impress them. I'm also like, oh, a guy they like knowing. You know, most of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Because I'm just thinking about that. How if you knew someone when you were 18 and they were 28, that feels like worlds yeah. apart. But then, if you're 48 and they're 58, it's like, all right, one of y'all get better prices at movie theaters. That's about it. Right, yeah. As far as, like, life differences. No, for sure. You know? For sure. And th- I guess it's more, too. It's not even so much that, like, when I think back, I'm like, oh, why did I not? Why did I care what they thought? It's like, well, they were my coaches and my teachers. You want them to like you. Um, but it's more I'm like, oh, I wish I had my view of them that I have now, which I'm like, oh, they're just a guy. Like, yeah, I had to impress him and yeah. do stuff for him, but it's also like... Yeah, I, I go back and forth on that, because here's the thing. When you look at an accomplished person or a person in a position of authority or you or any of that stuff, mm-hmm. when you look at all of them as just a dude, right? Right. That's more realistic, and it's helpful for perspective, but what it robs you of a little bit is, like, if something is special to you mm-hmm. and you want that thing and then you want to do it better than the person that you look up to... 
they can't just be another guy, if that makes sense. They well, they kind of yeah. have to have this little like air around them. Well, and I have that. There were teachers who were who were older than them. Who those were like the teachers who were like my like whoa those guys are so fucking smart and like those are the ones I still look at as like mm-hmm. the geniuses I knew. And these guys are all smart. It sounds like I'm really bashing the people who are my coaches, you know. And, and I'm not. I I respect all of them and I like them all a lot. Um, but I think I also, I was trying so hard to be like a, a kid they like, especially cause to like my older brother was like, they fucking loved him. He was such a, like an amazing student and a really great athlete and stuff too. And I was fine in both categories. <laughs> you know? So it's like, I'm like, I just want to be liked. And that was, I was more doing that rather than like doing, pursuing stuff because I wanted to be good at it or, you know what I mean? That's what I mean by it. Gotcha. Where it's like, and then that's an ice cream truck going by again. That's two episodes in a row that we've had an ice cream truck nah, going right by. This neighborhood love ice cream. This neighborhood does love ice cream. This neighborhood, they got, mm, it's it's sad. I hear it everywhere so, I go in, in Brooklyn. There's I'm so hearing. much ice cream in Brooklyn. Nobody really can run for the ice cream truck. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you miss them, you're going to have to get them tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like they go slow. So, because I hear them in just one block for a long time. Yeah, I remember one time the ice cream. What truck. did we just talk about for a long time? That was was I rambling about my coaches? Yeah. God, I'm uh, in my 30s. What is happening? So one time, and we're gonna get to the restaurants. I promise. One time. Oh, I hope we don't. When I was in uh, Louisiana, I was like a teenager, and this is when I would do cross country. My mom gave me a key, so when I got dropped off from school and from practice, I could just go in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it was when I was like old enough that she didn't need to take me to the library after school every day. Yeah, and so sure enough, man, oof, oof. I remember I got dropped off at home. I went inside and was playing with Rocky or something, and then the ice cream truck for the neighborhood broke down. In front of my house. Oh, shit. But they just never turned the music off. And so they just were camped out trying to get, like, someone to bring a tire out and everything. Yeah. And selling ice cream the whole time. So for them, it's just business. But for me, it's like two and a half hours (laughs) of the same ice cream truck music. And and you know what's crazy? So I didn't have any noise canceling anything. And so all I could do was loud. Like I could just play music. All loud I could or play do the, was loud. All I could do was loud to combat it. I couldn't noise cancel. I couldn't bose it. I didn't have that type of money. And so I could just get loud so that I didn't have to hear it. All I could do is loud. It just it, it pleased me. It was I live I live Midwest. All I could do was loud. I'm just saying that. Loud does not, it still penetrated the the volume. Right. Which is crazy because I was blaring stuff. Because after the first 20 minutes, I'm like, man, I hope that, because they had clearly broken down. Like you you saw the guy, right? his wheel was in a weird position and he was like not quite out of the street. I wonder if there's something like scientific to the music of those things. Like if they're at a perfect frequency that they can cut through anything. Yeah, I mean, whatever it is, it should be illegal because it's <laughs> it's so infuriating. I was getting so angry. And the first 20 minutes, I was tolerating it because I was like, ah, that guy's probably having a hard day. Like, I was actually trying to be empathetic. Like, right. that dude's probably having a hard day and everything. And then after, like, the first 40 minutes, I was like, 
he's at least got to turn the music off, right? Like, I can't be the only one. Like, I even looked out the window at my neighbor's house to see if anybody else was looking out the window to see if anybody <laughs> else was, like, stressed about surely this. Surely the neighborhood is infuriated yeah, right I was like, I was like, surely these people don't love ice cream so much that they need the music while they lick the cone. It makes it's not special. Then I just should, I can just go to a store. I was oh I was you getting know? furious. And then after the first hour, I was like, I need to do something. And so I had little earbuds, but mm-hmm. they were terrible. They were like the cheap, cheap, cheap earbuds. Well, and even just because how old were you? Uh, like 13, 14. Yeah, see, at that age too, like uh, earbud technology was not great because even the early like good ear- earbuds hurt your head. Yeah, yeah, they really like stretch that. You, you, yeah, you'd be walking around with some loose ears. Yeah, they were yeah. not. They were not built for ear shape. Yeah. at all. They didn't realize it. Um, they were just was, so was, excited that music came through the wires that they were like, yeah, "Leave it." Yeah, cram these circles into your your ears. And so that didn't work because even though I was listening to music so much, it was hurting my ears. I could still hear the like, "Hello." And and so then I was like doing a hum on top of the music. <laughs> so that I did have to so I was just like hum the entire time the music was playing. And it was still cutting through. This is like the telltale heart of ice cream. Yeah, you you truly lost your mind there. And then <laughs> I was like <laughs> music screaming to yourself dude it was like an hour though i know the best would be then if the music stopped and then everyone outside is just hearing (laughs) and they're like oh shit turn it back on Nah. at an hour and a half at an hour and a half (laughs) i take out the earbud because now my head just hurts i have like a headache from how loud the music was well just humming too it's gonna hurt i turn the tv on i turn it on full volume so like you know those levels that's ridiculous to let a TV go to, like that, like those volumes that go to eighty. Yeah, I'm at like seventy-seven, <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just blaring the, you know, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. That Spider-Man just going, <laughs> but then that's not even enough consistent audio to be cutting. They out say the, that a hero can save. We're not even there yet. We're not, we're not even to like the credits. Oh, so that just the soundtrack? It's the, the movie. Yeah, this is. <laughs> This is the movie, and so even the the slow parts are just straight up blaring. Uh, now the ice cream music seems louder because the movie is so loud. So I'm like, anytime I can hear it through the, I'm like, did he turn up the volume as well? <laughs> I just love too the with the the ice cream music in the background, and then Green Goblin laughing over it, like there it fucking is again. There's the. <laughs> Y'all talking shit? But look, 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 wait, wait, wait. This thing. So you see how it started oh, it, again? It dips. Yeah, if you can't hear it, sorry, the, the, the music stopped for a second because we're hearing the truck go back again. Yeah. Now, what they did in Louisiana in my neighborhood was they were like, and they do it again and again and again, and then it stopped. And then you would hear, Hello? Da, 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 that's da, what I was wondering because like, you said that, and I understood that you meant like that's how the, it played in your thing. But that sounds genuinely alarming. It, no, it's horrible. It's so bad, and so that's also happening. That sounds like Pennywise for two and a half hours. Hello, do 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 do. I've never in my life wanted to brandish a gun. Wow, more than when I hit the two-hour mark. 
<laughs> of that ice cream music. Because I was just like, guys, this is this is now everyone in the neighborhood that's gonna buy ice cream has bought ice cream. You're not you're not weighing anybody else down. Right. You know? Like you're you're not leaning on them hard enough for mm-hmm. them to come out of their house and be like anything. Right. Anything to make the music stop. Everybody that's bought ice cream <laughs> is gonna buy ice cream. Anything so, to make the music bro, stop. Just turn it off. Wow. Yeah. How'd their business do though? Did, they, did a lot of people swarm the no, truck? They they like got a, like swarmed at first, but then this is my problem. Everyone that swarms you lives here. You Fair. were already driving around the neighborhood. You were gonna get them anyway. Oh, that meant there were some kids a few blocks away who were really excited for two hours for the truck to get to their house. Yeah, I guess so. They just stood there. I wait. guess they just sat there like just outside. Any minute now, it's gotta be coming. Yeah, my mom doesn't like me walking to the yeah edge of the street. So, so I gotta stay here and wait. It's so hot out here. Yeah, I'm gonna. I got the money crumpled up in my hand, and I'm just. I just want them to. Why won't it come? Have you ever seen the fire hydrant get open? Like not get opened. I've seen it open, but yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I've I've watched I've it never, this I've, year especially. They're popping hydrants hard. Oh, I've been I've been seeing a lot of them already going, but yeah. I I haven't seen like the process. Yeah. Oof. I just there was one guy who popped it open. It was about to close it and a guy ran up and he was like, "Hey, just give me give me a minute." <laughs> Good. And then took like a full shower Just with the me. hydrant. Like people me. had stopped playing in it. So the guy was about to close it. <laughs> and he was like, hey, 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 let me do my thing. And Just then let me. Just let me. Just let me cool off a bit. There we go. Man. That yeah. sucks. Yeah. It's uh it has been it has been a hot couple weeks out here. I'm sure it is just everywhere, but you get that, I don't know, that New York sweat's a different sweat. I will say that. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. It, no, I, I spent this whole time thinking I left Louisiana. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like almost as bad. Like, I've been in, like, L.A. when it's hot, but it's that, you know, I think it's just that desert hot. It's a little more dry. There's an ocean nearby. I mean, I guess there's an ocean nearby here, too, but it hates us. I don't know. It must just be the tall-ass buildings and all the concrete. It must just be that. It just, just it turns into one big hot rock. yeah. Yeah, I can't even imagine what what I'll do if this continues. <laughs> I have like every time I I get back from doing something, I get home and I just I have to peel off a wet shirt and then just I don't know, just try anything. It's like <sighs> cuz you can't move. <laughs> You can't move from Earth, so <laughs> you can't move from we're Earth. Just, no, we're just here. Yeah, I just I thought we had more time before the the end was coming, but boy, she's barreling forward at us. <laughs> oh my god! It's like this any, can't be a good podcast to listen to, can it? <laughs> I mean, we've got out of the thirty minutes we've been recording, we have twenty minutes that are very entertaining. Okay, good. Yeah, just checking. Yeah. It won't be until you listen back that you know for sure, but the parts that you've laughed have been funny. <laughs> I know. I was just joking because it's just us constantly being like, oh, it's so hot. Yeah, but it's oh, also God. hot for them listening. That's true. That's if, true. If they listen to this in the winter of 2023, it's going to look like a misstep. It's going to look like 
Wow, they really cared about what was going on in their <laughs> life at that moment. Yeah. That, yeah, always check the date of the podcast episode you're listening to just for some general context. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like when I was like finding new podcasts to listen to, and then you you know that started a few years back, and then you catch up to like 2020, and it's always like the show changes completely, <laughs> and everyone sounds a little more confused and sad. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, that's how we were all thinking then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so hot in here, I'm almost positive every one of these plants is fake. That's a good point. There's no way they're alive. No. No, that one's definitely fake. Probably those ones, too. That one, I mean, yeah, that one looks plastic. Yeah, for, for those of y'all who can't see, which is everyone watching. Because even if you're uh, watching, they're, there over, are, they're off camera. There are five plants in here, and I'm almost positive that four of them are fake. And the only reason that that bothers me... Is that well? Th- I also, I'm not watering them, so I hope they're fake. No one's sneaking in here to <laughs> give them water. <laughs> I don't like the stolen valor of fake plants. <laughs> the stolen valor of fake plants. Let me just explain. So I'm, ex- I'm very excited. We're going to get to the restaurant views in a second. There are people out there that take care of plants in their home. Mm-hmm. They keep them alive. Yep. They keep the oxygen in the apartment fresher. Sure. All right. And they they show responsibility for caring for a living thing. Then there are other people who are like, let me just take all of that and yeah. buy something plastic for six dollars. Yeah. And put it in the same place I, I would l- put the real plant. I like to think of it as an action figure of a plant. I think of it as plant taxidermy, and it's disgusting. <laughs> Plantsidermy. Come on, that one was right there. Um, <sighs> I knew you were going to hate that one, too. <laughs> Honestly, if the seat on this futon wasn't backwards and I wasn't sunk it in, I would get up right now. <laughs> Say, if I had any strength at all, I'd storm away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Yeah, uh, Jess has been. I can't remember if we've talked about this, but Jess has been a little little plant crazy these days. Really, we got a lot of plants in the fucking house now, and it's like it's okay. I'm I'm fine with it, but it's like it seems like anytime we go anywhere, we were here in New York when she was here with me, and we walked by somewhere, and she was like, "Ooh, I could get this." I'm like, "No, you can't. That's not gonna fit in your carry on. What are you doing? You're not gonna buy plants here." She's like, "Well, they might ship it." I'm like, "Or we just find it where we live. Like, don't don't do that." Yeah, New York doesn't have any special plants. And, exactly. And the time we've shipped plants, they get all fucked up. So she's done it before. and They, they show up not happy because it turns out plants don't love living in a box for a couple days. So when I was taking the bus, yeah, this is like maybe, what, two years ago because this was so close. I was taking the bus to do a, a show three years ago, I guess, because it would have been 2019. Yeah. Um, taking the bus to do a, like a quick spot in Connecticut. Okay. And and I was like, <laughs> I was on the bus, and the whole time I was on the bus, I was like, I should have just taken the train. I feel that way every time I take a bus. I'm like, the train. Sometimes the train is not quicker. A lot of people think that the train's going to be quicker because it's a. Uh, like a straight shot, and there shouldn't be any traffic or anything. Mm-hmm. But sometimes there is. Sometimes something happens with a train that's an an hour ahead of you. 
And it's and the it, only one path it can really take. It's the one path you can take, so then it does delay you by 30 minutes or 45 minutes. Like It's a misconception that the train is just always on time. They love to be on time, but they're not always. Right. Anyway, I'm on this bus, and there's this grown man handling a bag with a bag in it mm-hmm. of fish, right? Of, like, live fish. So okay. he's, like, clearly gone to a pet store and bought some fish. Right. And I don't know where exactly he's going, but he's in New York getting on the Connecticut-directed bus. Mm. So he's at least going to be riding for a while. God, I hope this doesn't have the same ending as the bag of soda, man. No, 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 no. That'd be a bummer. No, no, no. But <laughs> Then the guy with an umbrella gets on the bus. <laughs> no, but it's just funny to me because he had all these fish... Different fish, by the way, that were going to be, I was assuming, in the same aquarium. And he sat, he was like an aisle over from me. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like casually looking in the bag as he was handling it. Because he, <laughs> he kept adjusting them. Like he kept like putting one that was at the bottom up at the top and like taking them out and putting them back in and stuff like that. And I was Wait, just, taking what? Picking. So there were like. A bag of goldfish, right? A bag of the little bitty, whatever you call them. They've got a little color to them, and they're like faster than goldfish, but they're much smaller. Okay. Let me see. I mean, I, mean, I know you don't care about the actual type, but like it was like imagine a goldfish, right? And then these little things that are just like they usually have whole schools of them in some aquariums, right? Yeah, I yeah. Couldn't, couldn't tell you what they're called, but and I then about. and then. Uh, what I think was an algae eater because it was like a little long and had yeah. the the like um, flat mouth, not just the flat mouth, the the color. <laughs> a, and fish the, with, a fish with no chin. Yeah, fish <laughs> with no chin, glass jawfish. Um, the is that flat that flat neck? <laughs> the pattern, the pattern on it was like an algae eater, mm. and so he kept just taking the bags out and putting them on top of each other. And I was like, I was like, mm, like that was gonna do anything. Me, I don't know. I don't know if he was trying to keep them warm or cold. Like it was just, <laughs> it was just him moving them around a lot. I don't want any of them to feel superior to the others. Yeah, I want them all to know that at any point in their life, I could change how they live. <laughs> you ever buy fish just to play God? <laughs> I have a feeling that's why some people do actually. Yeah. Same with plants. You just want to feel you want to feel powerful. Yeah, you want to watch something die in your apartment that you're allowed to kill. Yeah, yeah, and it's not as grim as you know other pets. You just walk by the plant like your days are numbered. <laughs> What's the thing? It's like I remember one time Jess was getting angry that one of her plants like kept doing bad, like and she was doing everything right for it, and she's like, "This plant's gonna fucking die." I'm so disappointed. I say, "Don't they tell you to talk positively to the plant?" And yeah. she's like, she's like, if it would get its fucking shit together, I'm like, no, but maybe that's what's killing it. Yeah. You know, if they keep saying you should be positive yeah. to your plants and you're, you're meanwhile, you're pouring water into it. Just live, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. You're really being like a step parent. To yeah, this exactly. Yeah. The parent, the plant knows you don't love it. Yeah. <laughs> you're just trying to. You're just doing your job. You're just trying to get with its mom, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I sat down with our cactus and I said, you can call me dad. Yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to replace your dad, your dad cactus, your dad tis. Yeah, that's, that's one of my favorites now that I'm like, 
getting a bit older, I have friends who are dating people with kids for the first time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of my favorites is... <laughs> you ever date anybody that had a kid? Nah. Okay, me neither. Nah, but I, I, uh, I've been told this was not like... I wasn't privy to this conversation when it was happening. I've been told one of our friends, um, not you and I, I say me and the person that told me the story, okay. um, tried to bribe the kid and just tell him to tell his mom that they went to Disney World and had a great time and gave him $150. Wow. But in my head, I was like, you almost at Disney money. Yeah. That means you really just don't want to spend the time with them you, because yeah. you, you almost had enough money for both of y'all to go. You didn't want to get to know the kid. <laughs> yeah. It's like, listen, <laughs> listen, you can go over the story with me and everything. I got 150 for you. Yeah. Just, you know, tell her we had a great time. Tell her we hung out, whatever. What happened? Do you know, did the kid keep up his end of the deal or? It seems like it. Because if not, it'd be great too if the kid just took the money and then was like, guess what he just fucking did. <laughs> Wants me to lie about going to Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> it would be funnier if he took the money and was like, he hit me. <laughs> <laughs> he struck me. Well, then she's like, well, so where's the money he gave you? He's like, oh, f- oh shoot, I must have lost it. I must, <laughs> wait, Dang he, it. He must have hit me so hard that it so flew hard. out of my pockets. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, don't worry about all these Hot Wheels. Yeah, yeah. Because it's also <laughs> very hard to spend money as a little kid. Especially that amount of money. You have nothing really. Once you buy a few toys, then I'm just like, okay, imagine, now I've got more money. Imagine if you come home with like a full arms full box of Snickers. And then just try to act normal. I found it. Yeah, I found this box. Fell can, off a truck, can, Mom. Can we keep it? Yeah, it fell off yeah. a truck. <laughs> <laughs> fell off a Snickers truck. And, you know, they wouldn't want them all, all road rashed and yeah. everything. This is going to go to the discount store. I want these Snickers to have a good life. Can I tell you, when I, when I was little and we used to go to the dollar store and stuff like that, mm-hmm. every once in a while they'd have like a brand name candy there Yeah, for like way too cheap. And so other kids were getting excited in the in the aisle to check out. And I was always like, what did y'all do to it? That yeah, because it's not, it's only, when I go to other stores, it's only 20 cents more. They're all pre-melted? Yeah. I was like, what's wrong with this? Or we grave it was just like a mislabeling though. Oh, awesome. A snorkers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh man, mom, can you give me that Twiddlers? <laughs> I can't wait to eat this Malky Wax. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this chocolate is so spicy. Oh, <laughs> uh, this Herschel's bar does not taste good. <laughs> Give me a handful of Scuttles. Yeah. Scuttles would, would probably be fire, though. Scuttles, I bet, yeah. Yeah, Scuttles sounds like yeah. the the people who lost the lawsuit to Skittles that actually came up with Skittles. <laughs> yeah. Like someone tried a Scuttle, and they were like, mm, mm, I'll just uh, take this home in my mouth without chewing. And yeah. then they just spit it out at home and try to figure out the recipe from there. Right, yeah. A, scutt- a Scuttle is made with real fruit. Yeah. It's actual fruit flavor. Yeah, but that's too expensive. So Can't they do it. went with what? Titanium dioxide. <laughs> <laughs> Some red 47 or whatever the hell. Yeah. 
Uh, so those restaurant reviews. Oh, okay. So it was just this restaurant review that made me laugh because it was to uh, like a like southern seafood place, uh-huh. and they they were complaining about the wait, which is a valid complaint. Like they were like, uh, wait time was. You know, extra God long. Damn. And this is how fucking hot and melty my brain is right now. I'm like, what? Like the fish was too light. I literally was like, they were complaining about the weight. Like catfish supposed to be heavier or something. That's how fucking. Maybe you do have heat stroke. I I think so. Maybe that should be the title of this episode. I think the name of this episode. I already thought the name of this episode probably should be Josh and Logan get heat stroke. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'm good. You're the one that's all. Nah, you said some shit earlier. What did I say earlier? I don't know. What did I say earlier that I didn't mean? I stand by everything that I've said. I've meant everything I've said, but Mm -hmm. you've also left out some words. I don't know if I believe you. All all I could do was loud. Yeah, but I would say that even if it was freezing cold in here. All I could do was loud. Okay. Yeah. You're acting like you've never made fun of how I've said things before, and I'm only talking like this now. I don't know. If I didn't have my history, then yes, I'd be like, you should call an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> but because I talk the way that I talk, this is par for the course. So, um, yeah, they were complaining. <laughs> Do you need me to slap the back? <coughs> no. Oh. And I choked on water now. <clears throat> that I think definitely was more like the angle I'm sitting at. This is not a comfortable angle to drink. Yeah, we should <clears throat> we should do a supercut of everything in here that's unusable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that'll be the episode, bud. No, no, we should do cuz I think that honestly, we've got some great stuff and then we have stuff where I'm like, are you like just now where I'm like it looks bad on camera because I, I don't look concerned enough. I can Oh, you're just trying to protect you. I'm not trying to, I'm telling you to put it out. I'm not trying to protect <laughs> me at all. I'm just saying in the camera, I'm sure I don't look concerned because I wasn't sure what was happening. Nope. I didn't realize you were choking. I just thought. Well, I wasn't choking. It just went down, you know, the wrong tube or whatever. Just kind of. People say that, but are there really multiple tubes in your throat? I don't know. Oh, okay. You always like went down the wrong hole. Well, it's, like it's whatever it is that people say when that happens. I think I swallowed like a weird air bubble because again, I'm like, I rarely drink reclined. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like if you were like one of those people that meet at the home health care and they sat you like this, it would be to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be you taking a sip of water and just like because even right there, I just took a sip and I realized how much like air is in your mouth when you're trying to like just like get a drink like this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the catfish was too heavy. I mean, it's barely worth doing. No, anymore. come on, we're here. So the the catfish was like f- <laughs> the catfish was fine. The wait time, the wait time to to get in was very long, mm-hmm. and then the wait time once they sat down was just as long. So they were like, "Well, why aren't we still like? What's the point of even waiting inside if the wait time is going to be as long as we were waiting to get in the restaurant?" Right. right. And then the the food came. The catfish was good. But every other side was insane. Was like their their mac and cheese mm-hmm. was like <laughs> clearly some of the macaroni had been cooked all the way, so it was crunchy <laughs> as hell. <laughs> 
I just made me laugh. Oh, that's that's crunchironi. Just you're good. Yeah. Don't worry. It's a new it's a new cool thing we're doing. And this person said in the review that they chipped a tooth on the mac and cheese. Oh, <laughs> damn! Like they like broke a crown in the. Back. <laughs> Because the mac and cheese was like they—they they, it's not like they ate the whole thing. Once they realized that it wasn't like a freak thing, right. they were like, "Oh, I'm done with it." But then they took. Obviously, you take a spoonful. You're very hungry. You've been waiting for you know um, an hour and a half or more, and so as soon as you get your food comes, you start digging in. Yeah, and they bit into this like very undercooked mac and cheese, and just that's great. Lost a little bit of. <laughs> Yeah. A dental work with it. <laughs> we thought you ordered it rare. Yeah, we, we thought you really wanted a challenge in your mac and cheese. Yeah. We, we weren't sure if you were one of these absolute wimps yeah. who are you likes like, it cooked all the yeah, way Yeah, are you through. on a raw diet? We thought you were on a raw diet. And that's yeah. what, this, we just give it to you. We just straight from the box. Yeah, that's why it is piping hot cheese <laughs> <laughs> with not even cooked macaroni. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Did you have another one, or was that the whole? No, no. I mean, that was it. Good. Okay. Yeah, I liked it. Then we actually, I think we, as much as we didn't get to the review, it took up the perfect amount of time. I think because now mm-hmm. we can open the thing. Oh, and you talking about how we both <laughs> have heat stroke? I I didn't say I didn't have it worse. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it just seems like between the two of us. If one of us needed attention, it should be you first. Oh, I agree with you 100%. Don't, yeah. don't help him. No, I'm just saying, if we Uber to the hospital right now, I'd be like, hey, uh, my friend is not doing well. And the simple fact I was able to explain that to you means I'm fine. I am, I am not disagreeing with you. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, we both need an IV, I think. What have I done? I like that you're. I'm fit as you're, a fiddle. I like. I like that we spent most of this both so healthy. complaining about how hot and uncomfortable we are, and uh, now you're pretending like everything's great for you. I'm not saying everything is great. Almost everything is great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's open up the mubba. Uh, let's see here. I've got a couple picked out. This is from uh, Buko. Uh, who is it? Buko or Buko? Because spelt. I'm wondering if I'm supposed. Am I supposed to put more stank? I think it's buko. Okay, I just can't tell if it's like because like it looks like the word book. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like buko is different than buko. You know what I mean? I'm just wondering. No, I'm I'm, I'm with you. I I just think you said it right the second time. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's why I just wanted your opinion. What I like about this already is that we've pronounced their name several different ways, and then their we had to have oh, got it right at, at some point, and now the way they open up is funny because it's lots of iterations of our name. That is true. I didn't even see that. Yeah, this one is titled Advice, and it says, Hey, Jogan, Lashi, JLo, Squeaks and Toontown, this is Buko. Uh, I wanted to suggest that y'all start an advice segment on the podcast. I think you did really well when giving advice during the mailbag last week and think that that should be a regular thing you do. That was, uh, I think, off of the relationship yeah, advice yeah. we had gotten yeah, yeah. into. Um, also, Josh, get Logan's face tattooed on you, or y'all can get matching slash complimentary tattoos. Like, Logan gets a little man holding specs, and Josh has a little man that's squinting and tripping. 
<laughs> I just got my first tattoos less uh, excuse me less than a week ago, and they aren't that sore. Now last part just seemed like a brag. Yeah, that that does seem like I just don't feel pain like some of y'all. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing great, but yeah. uh, you two are scared of needles. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, if we're asking for advice, I don't really know how to flirt sober, and I want the lady that did my tattoo to be my girlfriend. She's very pretty and really interesting. Kind of older than me, but I don't think I don't really be dating people my age, which I think is okay because I'm an adultish woman. I'm 21, so you don't think I'm a minor. That is probably good clarification to put in there. Because yeah. if you were like, you were like, I'm 15, I'd be like, oh, don't worry, you're gonna strike yeah. out with everyone for the you next 10 years. Should <laughs> leave her alone. <laughs> How do I start talking to her? Because I have her number. Thanks for the podcast. I love it. And you guys, my mom loves it uh, when you aren't swearing. Sorry, that's mostly at me. Uh, my friends love it because we have the same sense of humor. And I put a few ex-boyfriends on game. Uh, thanks for being the sun in my stormy weather. Kind regards, Buko. Uh, P.S. Sorry this email is so long. Not that long. I think you did great. I think you nailed mm-hmm. it with the email length. Um, so if I could tackle the question first real quick. Okay. It just it all To me, it really depends on one caveat. It depends. Do you have their number because they gave it to you or do you have it because they do your tattoos? Mm. Because if it's just because like they're the person you hit up for like, oh, here's what I'm thinking of getting, you know, does, you know, lining up the appointment time. Because I know people who have that. They just have like their tattooist number. So if you have it strictly from that business transaction, you may want to leave this person alone unless you have a personal relationship with them. If they gave you your number because you guys like hit it off and then exchange numbers to like talk, uh, then that just changes it. Then then you are open to a conversation, I think. Mm-hmm. But I think otherwise it's it's a little bit of like, you know, trying to hit on a waitress because they're being nice to you. And it's like, but that's that's part of their job, you know? Yeah, I, sl- I slightly disagree because I think that if you have their number in a professional setting, right? But then you, you know, strike up a, a conversation that's light, so not even directly right getting to. Oh yeah, I'm not saying it's, it's undoable. I'm saying it just changes how you do it. Mm-hmm. I think that if you can bring up light conversation that's not tattoo related while having their number, no matter which way you got it, then there might be the possibility for a a, a coffee or a lunch or a chat. Right. Um, I think that, yeah, it, it's kind of like when you're in school and uh, especially when you go to a small school or when you're in a camp or something mm-hmm. and they just give everyone's numbers to everybody. That's not the same as having the person's number. Yes. Yeah. You know I mean, like if you go to camp with someone and you're all camp counselors and so you have all the other camp counselors numbers, that's not you having her number. Yeah. Because she won't know that you're calling because it's you when you call. But if in if to me, if in any form you were given the number specifically and then you use that number to have a light chat that's not in any way um, romantic or about meeting up, just like, hey, I thought this thing was funny, you know, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. like that. I think if that is reciprocated, then now you've you, you can see an open uh, door potentially. Right. For a meetup that is lunch. I think any approach that takes it slow is kind of fair um, and leads to no one being uncomfortable. And then also, if you're talking about how to uh, approach people, hit on people sober, 
I would say that, you know, especially since this is your tattoo artist. So this is her tattoo artist? I believe so. Okay. So this being her tattoo artist, you just roll up and you're like, hey, baby girl, you already been sticking it in me. Jesus Christ. What? what? This entire time. <laughs> Don't say that. Don't it's, say it's that to n- them. It's nothing <laughs> you haven't seen. All right. We would just be this. doing what you do, but a little slower. You've already been in me and causing me pain. We basically married. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this together. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So so read to me again the the part hitting on people sober. What what else was that? All right. So it's so I don't really know how to flirt sober and I want the lady that did my tattoo to be my girlfriend. Okay. She's very pretty and really interesting, uh, a little bit older. Uh, how do I start talking to her because I have her number? And again, I, th- I think if, if she gave you the number because you guys were like chatting and exchange numbers for, for even whether dating and or just a friendship, then I think you're open to just, yeah, friendly conversation. So my thing as well when it comes to approaching people sober, I think that people who need to do it slightly tipsy or with like a little bit of that liquid courage are forgetting and, and overthinking that these are just people moving through the world like you. So I, I understand the intimidation because I've had to approach anyone that I've ever approached sober. You know, I've had right, to like yeah. ask anyone out that I've ever asked out sober. So I, I get that there's a, a little bit of a fear uh, of rejection and then there's a fear of embarrassment. But on the other side of that thing, even if it were to happen, is just you knowing where you stand now, which is better than wondering and hoping and overthinking and everything. Yeah. I think that uh, you also can point to any person, and if you ask them the amount of times in life that they've been horribly, humiliatingly rejected, they're always lower than you would think. So we spend our entire lives trying to avoid any of them happening, but mm-hmm. then when you really look at someone just taking you to task for asking them out. I'm not saying that never happens. I'm just saying those things are so rare. Like right. like any decent person that you would want to be with could treat you in a way that, oh, okay, maybe they're not into it, but at least I know now. Yeah. The, the fear that we have about uh, approaching people or flirting or like being, our intentions being misrepresented always through our imagination take such a worse turn than they usually do in real life. Well, I think it's because to the, the hardest part about approaching sober. And I think this is why a lot of people like to do it with liquid courage because it does literally give you that like confidence because one of the hardest things is being confident in yourself. And that's what it always takes is like, what is the part of you you're most confident in the most part of your sense of humor that you're like, I think this, I'm actually funny in this way or blah, blah. It takes a long time. Any of us, even us as comedians takes a long time before you feel like really comfortable just being yourself in the world. And that's why I think a lot of people like having that liquid courage because it gets, a it, you know, kills some of those, not so much that it gives you courage. It just stops some of your, I don't know, uh, practical thoughts of maybe about being too <laughs> too much. You know what I mean? I think it's more what it is. Uh, so it's like, and I know especially like 21, like not saying you don't know who you are, but that is, that's a tough age too to sometimes because you're still just kind of acclimating yourself to like out on my own adult life. You know what I mean? 
So it's like whatever parts about your personality that you're just like, and bef- you might initially be like, oh, I don't like my personality. That's fine. Get past that thought. What are the things about you you think are the most appealing? Do you, like for me, it was always like, you know what? I do know I'm funny. I know not everyone finds me funny, but I do know I am funny. And I can I can leave, lead with that and be confident in my sense of humor. Not trying to be jokey all the time, but being confident in my sense of humor and be like, well, if they don't like it, then they're not going to like me. And while that might hurt sometimes, that was always enough for me to be like, oh, well, then I won't pursue this person anymore because they don't really get what I'm talking about. Doesn't mean they're dumb or anything. Just means like this will be a hard relationship (laughs) if if I'm constantly making these jokes and they don't like them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like that's it's 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 that, uh, you know, high risk, high reward kind of situation. Yeah. So I would I would even say that sometimes when you. I've just seen from the outside looking in that sometimes even when people try to flirt while they're not sober, they're not really flirting the way they think they're flirting as well. So it's not like you can ever, uh, it's best to take these things head on emotionally because it's not like you can cheat the system in Mm -hmm. a sense. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I've known guys who had uh, just trouble around women. And so then they like get a little tipsy because they were nervous about asking someone out. Right. And then they ask them out way too close to their face. (laughs) (laughs) And now now you have a different issue. So it's like being comfortable with yourself and settling into yourself is. Yeah, that's great advice, because I think that that's the best way that in any situation you start to know and feel worthy of someone else's time and attention, which is the main point of of. Um, being confident in approaching a person. Yeah. And if you shoot your shot and it doesn't really work out, they do your tattoos. So now you can just easily sidestep this into a business transaction and be like, oh, hey, I was thinking about getting this. You know what I mean? If it's like, oh, yeah. they didn't really take the bait or whatever, I'm going to, all right, let yeah. me not take the bait. That's the wrong wording. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, they don't yeah. seem to be going for this. Like, oh, hey, I'm thinking about maybe getting another one. What do you think about this? Is this something you could do? Mm-hmm. And then the conversation go back to tattoos and then, you know, then you, you, you save a little, little ego there. Also, all of, uh, all of life is like practice for other points in life. Mm-hmm. And so just you, you know, facing that sort of, you know, quote unquote fear, but like facing that aspect of fear and asking that person out is better practice even for the next time you might have to do it or and the also, next time you might have to do it. And also, know? if she's an attractive uh, tattoo artist, she has been hit on probably so many times in way worse ways. So whatever you do probably won't be the worst. <laughs> you know I can see mean? that. Yeah. There's definitely, you know, probably hardcore, like, bros who've really tried to be like, yeah, and hey, since, you, you know, since you're down there, you know, that kind of shit. It'll be those kind of assholes. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. So it's like... I don't know. Yeah. I just think that 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 practice thing is huge because I think that eventually you get to a point where you you feel comfortable, even if it's just through repetition of like shooting your shot. Yeah. So we hope that helped and hope it all made sense. Wouldn't it be wild if they wrote in the next week like, hey, you guys probably shouldn't give advice anymore. Like that probably (laughs) should be an aspect of the show. Hey, we weren't asking for it. So it's all good. Uh, this next one here, this is from Calliope and can I be honest with you? Even, even non heat stroke brain. I I know what that word is. I know what the word Calliope is. It always reads wrong in my brain the first time. 
it always registers as Calliope the first time. And I go, that's not a word. And like, I have to do that every time I read that. Just that's just a little fun fact mm-hmm. about me. Uh, but anyway, this this one is called uh, Thank You. Uh, hi, Toontown and Squeaks. First off, hi, my name is Calliope, and my pronouns are he, they. Uh, these past couple years, I've been struggling with coming to terms with my gender and sexuality, and my family being very openly against the LGBTQ plus community uh, hasn't helped any, for obvious reasons. Uh, I found comfort in comedians, and Josh became one of my favorites very quickly, and I started showing his videos to all of my friends. When I found out about this podcast a few months ago, I can say without a doubt that I felt much better. High school has been tough, and I'm moving to a whole new state soon, but you guys have helped me deal with it all. Anyways, thank you both for helping me through this weird time in my life. When I listen, I don't worry about any of my issues, and I think that's neat. That's all. Thank you both from Calliope. Oh, also, 10 million jangles out of three. Uh, I know it's not the most jangles we've gotten, but I think... By ratio. I think by ratio it is. It might be, yeah. 10 million out of three, I think, is way more than than the other larger groups of of jangles we have received, I think, Mm -hmm. actually. I think so. I think ratio wise, you're you're winning in that one, Calliope. Yeah. Um, Glad to hear that. Sorry, uh, you know. Things have been tough, and I know moving. I've I've moved to you know new places, especially when I was uh, even when I was younger than high school. And it is there's there's nerves to that, but like the one good thing is like yeah, but you get to be a fresh person to all of them. Mm-hmm. It's like you get to truly make a first impression, and especially being in high school, you're old enough to kind of know what that's going to be. Because I did it when I was in like third grade, and that's mm-hmm. like look back now, I'm like maybe I was too much, you know. Mm. <laughs> I was in third grade. I wasn't really thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like as well moving to a new place and and everything that you're 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 going through. I mean, I'm I'm really glad that the the podcast and and comedy are an outlet. Like I know that they're always an outlet for me when I'm feeling uh, any particular way. I think that comedy is such a great like it's not even just laugh as a distraction it's like laugh as a as a means to break down an idea Mm -hmm. and so you know i I really hope that the podcast continues to be that for you and that things get better quicker because they get better period but um right sometimes while you're waiting for them to get better it it can be it can feel longer than the process is like i think back to high school and um, high school to college was such a, a great transition for me where all the qualities that I felt like made me um, made me self-conscious in high school all of a sudden were all the things that propelled me in my like college years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think finding out more about yourself, knowing yourself, and knowing the people around you and how they fit into how you see your future are all very powerful tools in, in, in the journey to self-actualization because there are some people that, you know, they're not going to fit in to what you see for yourself the way that you think. And so keeping those things flexible is always good. You know, mm-hmm. there are people who I think if I had held on to, even from, early early on if i had held on to them i might not be like a confident person or i might be like like you have to both be accepting of people the way you want them to accept you but also accept the reality of what that person is like so all always offering up the means for them to make changes but also not 
expecting them to wake up one day and just get everything the way that you would like for them to get it, you know? Right. Because I think that leads to a lot of disappointment in relationships, both like romantic and and family, Mm -hmm. where you're like, wow, they just get it. And it's like, there's no telling why they're going to behave the way they're going to behave. They have a whole set of human baggage that they carry. Yeah. But I think that all you can do is is learn more about yourself every day and um, find positive outlets. And I'm glad that we can be one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. And also in return, thank you for sending in that message because the the people that send those messages saying like this show helps them, makes them feel better. It's that cyclical thing was in it. It makes us feel better about doing it and knowing that like it's while we're fine if it is just us sitting on mm-hmm. a couch talking. It's nice that people get something out of it. So it's this it's this fun thing where we, we all boost each other yeah, by being I mean, a part a, of it. A you know grandma's what I mean? couch talking that we're clearly being held captive at that we're making the best of our hostage situation. Yeah, yeah. Uh let's read one more. Uh this one says this is from Sierra, and I'm reading this one mainly because uh, it's July twenty eighth in Philly, which this episode will come out July twenty eighth, and we will be in Philly. Okay, wow. And so, hello, Concussed King and Wedding Wanderer. I like both of those. Those are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. The Wedding Wanderer sounds like a Game of Thrones thing. A little bit. (laughs) Uh, I've emailed before, uh, was there during a live show where we talked about school lunches, and you got to... And you got to see Josh in New York City earlier this year. Oh, and they got to see. That's a picture of y'all, it looks like. Oh, sweet, sweet. There we go. Uh, But yes, uh, I do remember the one we talked about school lunches on the virtual live show. Uh, But my birthday is July 28th, which would be today. So happy birthday. Happy birthday. And imagine my surprise when I heard that both of you are performing in Philly that night. I bought the tickets immediately uh, after they were announced for the front row. And because it's my birthday, my friends and my boyfriend are being forced to come. So, well, I hope they have a good time. Yeah, yeah. It would be wild to see like two people having a good time and then three other people like <laughs> just yeah. uh, I hope to have a chance to talk to you both after the show, especially because last time I was really anxious to talk to Josh like he was going to ignore me or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, I'll be more prepared. My question is, has Josh gone roller skating before? And if he has, is he any good? I've recently bought my own just as a hobby, and I'm okay, but when I go, there's always this old black man and his friends who synchronize skate, which I find a little cheesy and cute. Please take no offense, but I feel like that's Josh's future. Can't wait to see your show. P.S. I've shaved my head since then, and I'll be overdressed because it's my birthday, and I'm not letting the fact that it's a Thursday night hold me back. Also, I'm unfortunately the pale one. Oh, in the photo. Uh... Okay, I know. If, I know you're gonna do it for your birthday. Please do not show up very drunk. <laughs> if you reserved your front row ticks, <laughs> please, please don't, please, don't, please don't make us have to handle you. <laughs> um, I have been roller skating before. How'd it go? I roller skated, then I roller bladed, and I've been several times, and none of them have gone particularly great. I'm definitely one of the, uh, you know, like wallflowers at a dance. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely one of the, like the, uh, the, uh, rink flowers, the rink grabbers, you yeah. know, the people real, who hold real, on. A the real rail time. grabber. Yeah. Cause then <laughs> the, sounds like an insult. The rink that we had at near me, the closest one when I was younger, um, had a rink that had the sort of, 
what is it? What is the actual partition called? Like the rink is the actual partition between standing and the right. The, the, the little half wall, whatever. So the half wall stopped at the wall. So then it was almost like a big oval with okay. a little bit of uh, wall where there was no half wall. So it was essentially you would grab the half wall oh, the okay, entire gotcha. way. And then but then the railing would like stop. Like the, the railing would stop once it got to the wall. Gotcha. And so at least some of the rink was flat where you really had to just skate. Just you and that's clawing always, at a wall. Shoot, 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 shoot. Ah. And that's always where I fell. I would just slide <laughs> down the wall whenever I yeah. got to that part. Yeah, I roller skated a little bit as a kid, but I was never a confident skater. My brother was a, a like a roller blader, mm-hmm. and that I never could. Re- I, I was never confident enough to stand on those. And then I haven't tried in a long time, especially stuff like that. I'm ever since I got my uh, really bad head injury. Uh, slipping is not a thing I'm fond of. So, mm-hmm. you know, crack my skull once, you know, shame on you. Floor, crack it twice, shame on me. Didn't really crack my skull, but yeah. Let's end the show. Thanks so much for listening to the Josh Oz's show. We had a great time recording. I hope you had a great time listening. If you are we looking did to not catch... have a great time recording. <laughs> no, this was fun. <laughs> it you was didn't have fun. fun? I'm kidding. I was oh, okay. Well. I was being hot. Oh, yeah. Some of that's going to (laughs) go. It has to. What's going to be really funny is us kind of talking about, like, like pretty much trashing ourselves for going on and on about it. But then we have enough time recorded that you're going to cut some of it. So then someone's going to be like, what are they talking about? I might leave all of it. Who knows? They like when we're real. They won't like this level of real. (laughs) There's literally just a thing of you choking. That's too real. <laughs> I know, but that's such a great escalation of where we were at. You know what I mean? So it's hard to wrap up the... F- you, should, you should just keep the choking and cut everything related to heat would be very funny. Because <laughs> this just me. I didn't look concerned enough on camera. So can you... In fact, can you choke again so I could Guys, fade a little bit see. of like, oh, no. Oh, no, my friend. Oh, oh no. You, what is happening to asked, him in his esophagus? You very quietly said... Do you need me to pat your back? Yeah, because I didn't know I didn't know if you were laughing or if you because my head was down when you took the sip. Right. I didn't even know you had water in your mouth. Oh. And so I just see you like hunched over like oh, oh, oh. so then I'm like, do you need me to pat your back? But then you were like, no. That was good. Was so then water. how do I help you? Do you want the Heimlich oh, from the good. water? Because I wasn't choking. I was just uh I forgot how to swallow liquids for a yeah, second. Yeah. That's all. And then there's nothing. I remembered. That. I remembered. But I should still have looked more concerned because I, I really kept the same face and the entire the, time. And I'm not cutting it because you didn't look concerned. If anything, I'm going to punch in only on your face to show how much my friend didn't care. It's not that I didn't care. I was just confused. <laughs> imagine if you imagine if you were in an <laughs> office building right now. you keep going? Finish the fucking show. No, just hear me out. Imagine if you were in an office building right now and I fell off of the roof, mm. but then you just see me whiz by like, yeah. And like, <laughs> you'd be confused. Is that a bird? No, that was me as <laughs> no, I screamed I know. I'm past saying the window. That's me in the office. Oh, yeah. Is that a bird? Yeah. And then it's me. And so you look confused. But if we punch it on your face, you'd be like, he doesn't even care that Josh fell off a whole building. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I get if you, you are looking to catch up with us on any of the socials, you can find me at Josh Johnson Comedy on Instagram, Josh J Comedy on Facebook, at Josh Johnson on Twitter, 
and Josh Johnson Comedy on TikTok and YouTube. We're going to be posting clips of the show. And if you're looking for Logan, you can follow me on Instagram at Logan M. Nielsen. And if you want to get into the mailbag, like all those wonderful people there, that's Josh Johnson Show at gmail.com. Send us uh, compliments, questions, whatever you want. We love getting them. Uh, you can also join our Patreon, patreon.com slash Josh Johnson Show. Uh, we have bonus podcasts. We have bonus videos. We have access to past live shows at a certain level. Um, and then... Th- this will be coming out the day after our Brooklyn live show. So I'm just going to say, if you were there, thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming out. We yeah. hope it was good. I'm going to go ahead and assume it was. Okay. Wasn't it great? I love making memories with all of you. I'm not going not gonna to compliment our fan base for, for being there and supporting us? Well, you're... You're saying you hope it's going to be great. I just know it's going to be great, so I didn't say anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, better leave that level of hype in your pocket. Yeah. Don't I? <laughs> I mean, I, I just know it'll be good, so I don't need to. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's kind of like if I made you a pie and I was like, hope you enjoy it. It's not poison. Right. You'd be like, why would you even say? But I just that? don't want to. I don't want to be preemptively cocky about a thing from the past. You know no, I mean? no, but be cocky, because then the thing from the past will be a good present, okay. and then in the future you'll be like, "I'm glad I." All right, fine. Let me let me take a retake of that. Mm-hmm. For everyone, the, our our live show would have been last night. If you were there, you're fucking welcome. You're welcome for what we did for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wasn't it amazing? God, we should have charged more. There is that better. Is that more what you were looking for? A little bit. All right, cool. Yeah. You gonna go stand in front of the fridge? <laughs> No, no, I think I'm just going to have to lay outside. (laughs) That's not going to be better. Yeah, finish it.